Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. We are? Okay. That means you're in charge now. I'm in charge now? Finally. (sighs) Scary. I have not felt like I've been in charge. This evening at all. Yeah, she's giving me the right. So we've got broken down trucks, dogs pissing all over the place. <laughs> right? I got a cat in my house. Yeah, we start off with talking about pussy. Go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> I got a cat. It's a great subject. Yeah. <laughs> Thatcher, he's an old man. And he literally, we got to like keep him out of all the rooms. He literally, he pisses on everything, especially if we don't like feed him what he wants, like the specific thing. It's like, so I can't get away from this. And then we, now we got the dogs pissing all over the gallery. And so we're going to, we're going to have a good old pissing time today. You right? mind, if, mind if I just stand over here? Go ahead. <laughs> Brick, go ahead. To, just let loose. Seems to be the norm. Nick's over there shaking his head. He's like, man, doing me wrong. I'm just messing with you. I gotta mess with you a little bit about it, right? All right, yeah, that's it. Who's that He's brown telling, lure? Telling him. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hi, Brick. Hey, tennis. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Couldn't be better. Yeah. All right. Good. So, listen. Today on the Connected by Water podcast, powered by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Pram, and fueled by our very good friends at Papa's PLR Rum is all about the Jimmy Johnson tournament, right? Because that is coming up in about a month and a half, say. About a month and a half. Right? And um, we want to recollect some past years and talk about new things for this year, some new rule changes. But we also want to use this episode today as a platform to just go over the rules in general and just go over the parties and the festivities and what everyone can expect. You know, I don't want to automatically assume that with JJ Fish Week, as it's so famously called, 
where everybody automatically goes, oh yeah, it's just like last year, or oh yeah, we, we remember everything. We want, there's some new boats this year. and um, there's Quite a and few new boats. Yeah, and there's some new things. So we want to kind of go over everything because there's a lot about this whole week and this whole tournament. So I'm glad that you as tournament director of the Jimmy Johnson um, National Billfish Championship is here. Right. And um, and you're going to go over a lot of those things uh, with us. And joining us at the bar is the Robin to my stern, the lovely Carlene. Right? Hi. Hi. You had another rare afternoon again <clears throat> today. Right? But you're here and you're it's happy. fantastic to be here, Dennis. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> She's a, she's a treat, isn't she? I think that just she just ignored your comment. Yeah, she's oh yeah for sure. It's, I told her she should try out for the Miss Universe pageant, but she's not doing it this year again. Again? I don't understand why she refuses to take my advice and maybe up, maybe she doesn't. She's want got world such peace. a great personality. Maybe she doesn't want world peace. No, she definitely doesn't want world peace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that the standard answer? I uh-huh. want world peace. All right. So, JJ Fish Week, the Jimmy Johnson's Quest for the Ring. I'm ready. This is the twelfth year, right? And I'm personally very happy to be the artist for this once again um, since its inception, since the beginning, um, at least since Todd and Val um, have had their, you know what I mean, well, say we, in the matter. We right? all started it together right? twelve yep. years ago, um, and we're very happy to have the Hard Rock. Um, with us for this and then some, and um, Yamaha contender and Papa's Pilar, uh, rum, as um, you're powered by, hosted by, and fueled by sponsors, right? That would be us. So, all right, we are the world's richest guaranteed purse, and I want to start off by saying um, congratulations to some past champions. Um, if if we wouldn't mind doing that, we have all of our paperwork here in front of us because. I usually don't have paperwork in front of me for a podcast, but this is a little bit different. Yeah, we don't want to make mistakes. Get right. something wrong. We don't want to make mistakes, and we want to make sure we have all the intel in front of us. Um, so, um, last year's champion, the Lunatico, right? I'm very, very happy about this champion um, last year because um, I, um, I got my buddy Squeegee, Alan Squeegee, was uh, on the boat there, and he's, he's one of those... Um, Young ninjas, you know, the young up-and-coming mates in the world, um, young up-and-coming superstar mates, um, and he definitely had a hand in making that happen for the team. So when um, he came on the podcast at the Hard Rock and he was able to tell me his side of the story of of how it all went down, it's pretty inspiring because it was one of those last-minute wins, and um, that really sealed it for them, so... We're good for them. Yep. And then the Ichi, right? We had, uh, they caught the Marlin. They caught the first and only Grand Slam that's yep. been caught in a t- tournament on the last yep. day. Yep. And that was great. And if memory serves correctly, they were going like head to head with Art over there on the Native Sun all day long. Most of the day. And right? then I think the Ichi pulled away at the they end. They pulled away with, yeah. They, had well, they the, caught a the blue and a white. Yeah. And I think they had 14 sales that day or some crazy mm-hmm. number. Uh, it was uh, worth mentioning the two time champion. Um, Sandman, um, and but in between that is the Seraphim. That would you be can my elaborate son. on that a little bit more. <laughs> yep, right. That is your boy on that one. And we got the Astra Sales down there, and that's um, it's down. I think that was the last 
event that was down in the Keys 100%? Was that 2017 event? Yeah, I think that was the last year we did the um, awards and everything at the place down there in the Keys. Yep. And then um, Rockstar. Oh, uh, that was a great story with those guys. Yeah. Well, Elaborate we, on that one for me. Yeah, then. they the first day they went out and they caught a whole bunch and they had something malfunction on their GoPro and a piece of plastic fell in front of the lens. And so six of their fish, we couldn't count it. All we could see was just the very top edge of the picture and we could see the rod tips going back and forth, but we could never see any fish, no releases, no nothing. So we couldn't count them. And they were in the lead after, you know, with the first day, but they lost six fish. So they went way down in the standings. And then the next day they got back up and went out and did it again and won the whole thing. Incredible. It was a great story. Incredible. Um, 2015, we got the Wheeze and the Keys. And, um, of course, in 2014, we have our Liquid Boys, and yep. captained by our very own Art Sap here. Um, 2013, Four Aces, and 2012, the Hardway team. So, pretty good list of champions oh, yeah, on, on that board right there. So as, so, as we say, the best of the best come out for this one. Cream rises to the top. Yep, absolutely. Just like we were talking earlier, uh, earlier on the show. So, um, take it away a little bit, if you could, when we're talking about two specific rule changes here before we get into all the rules we want to just go ahead and right off the bat start off with that what are the big changes for this year the big changes this year are the boundaries we have shortened the boundaries up some and it used to be down to tennessee light which was out in front of hawks key and now we have shortened it up to it's off molasses now okay so which is basically the south end of Key Largo off Rodriguez Key there. And that took about 38 miles out of it. Uh, we didn't do anything to the northern boundary. Uh, the northern boundary is still out in front of Jupiter. But we did it for a couple of reasons. It's just the boundaries are too big. It's one of our biggest complaints are the boundaries are too big. And going all the way down to the Keys, it's really not fair to the any, any of the boats really except center consoles because there's no place for them to stay. And it's too far to run from Miami to fish all the way down to Tennessee and then return to Miami that day. And Ocean Reef isn't a viable option because unless you're a member, you can't stay there. So there's no place for these boats to stay down in the Keys to have the luxury of fishing down there. So it just wasn't fair. And, you know, we just had to shorten the boundaries up some, so we moved it up. We talked to a couple of the boats, and they seemed okay with, the, you know, the Keys guys seemed okay with us shortening it up to molasses. I thought about doing it even a little bit closer to the elbow, and they said, well, please compromise with us and give us to molasses. So we made that change, and it took it takes about 38 miles out of our boundaries, mm -hmm. which I think was a good thing. Yeah. No, I think that's a good thing, too. That's the, I, I don't disagree with, with, with that, especially since the majority of the – of the people fishing in the tournament are, you know, Dave Brower, Palm Beach. Yeah. You know, anyway, so, so. And most of those guys in the Keys, they run up to Miami and Palm Beach and up here to fish anyway. Right. So. Right. So we took that out. They, they, everybody seems to be okay with it. Okay. All right. And then, <clears throat> so now the other uh, rule change is the hook in a hand, right? Yeah. Let me just, I want to read it verbatim if I can find it in here. Okay. And it's number nine there. Number nine. I flung right by it, didn't I? Well, and I see now I printed out this new version. I know. And with it's a bigger font. So yeah, so I can both, read it for us old people to be able to read. 
Okay, hook in hand is permitted this year with the following stipulations. Once a fish is hooked, it must be immediately handed off to the angler. The angler then must fight the fish to completion until it is properly released, boated, or lost. A fish is considered to be hooked once the strike occurs and the drag is engaged or the bail is closed. The use of a rod holder to hook a fish is allowable, but not when fighting a fish. The angler who removes the rod from the rod holder must fight the fish to its completion. Okay, so just to clarify that last part, uh, we talked about a fish can get hooked while in the rod holder. Yeah. So if it is hooked in the rod holder, you remove it from the rod holder, then you're 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 fighting you're, you're, you're ready to go. You're fighting. Right. But mm-hmm. other than that, if you got the rod in hand and then you hook the fish, you can hand that off. You to can hand angler. it off one time. One time to another angler. To- and I like this rule. I re- I really do. And and I know that there's a bunch of other tournaments that do this. Um, but I think it makes for a more fun tournament. Wouldn't you agree? I think it makes it more fun for the, for your average anglers and your average boat owners. Mm-hmm. Now we all know there's the elite teams that are just all professionals, but you you know, most guys are, they own a boat and they want to fish these tournaments and they go out and hire two or three, you know, a couple of mates and a captain, but the angler, he doesn't get to fish every day. Like some of these crew members do. And, you know, he wants to participate, but if he goes out there and he doesn't feel like he's going to, if he's going to hurt his team, well, then he's not going to catch any fish. And now, now what fun is it for him? And now next year he may not want to fish because he knows he's not going to, you know, be able to catch the fish and fight the fish. This makes it a little bit more of a level playing field for right, everybody. I was just going to say it provides a more level playing field. I think, and that's what it's, I meant by I think it makes it more fun for everybody. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it being more level playing field, it makes it more fun for the anglers or for the owners, and the owners are the ones who write the checks to fish all these tournaments. So, I mean, they're the ones that ultimately we have to make happy. Sure, and and listen, and their friends yes. that come on the boat that fish with them go, hey, you know, I want to compete in this thing. When they don't just want to fish in it, they want to compete in this thing. Right. So, so I think that gives that everyone a chance there. Yeah. So that's why we did it, and we made the change. And, you know, obviously there's been a couple that have pushed back, but I don't think that, you know, in the long run, I think everybody's okay with it. Yeah, I think, you know, I think in any case, like any case, really, you change something, you're going to get pushed back of course. from one corner of the world or another, right? Of course. But I think all in all, the general consensus is that this is well, widely Well, we do our best accepted. to try to make everything so that everybody's happy, but, you know, in real life, we know that's not possible so we just try to do the best we can and i think we do a pretty good job we'd put on a great tournament well yeah and we're going to get to all the festivities and all that stuff later okay. after we get kind of run, run through all the rules um date and location we are thursday march 9th and friday march 10th um that's your fishing, days, the fishing yeah. days um but it's jj fish week and there's it, festivities going on all week yeah, long. it starts on tuesday and with the captain's meeting on Tuesday at the Hard Rock and the welcoming reception and party and everything that happens on Tuesday night. And then Wednesday is kind of a, you know, free day to go fish and, you know, pre-fish and that kind of thing. Then they mm-hmm. fish Thursday, Friday. And then Saturday is epic. I mean, yep. <laughs> everybody knows what Saturday it's is. It's my anniversary that Saturday. Yeah. So well, it, it's I our anniversary. I hope you're planning on being with us. She is. I told my husband I had a big party planned for him, so he just doesn't know what it is yet. Well, you're going to have about 1,500 of your best friends there. Perfect. Works out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to plan anything this year. <laughs> you know, what's what's funny about that is usually the tournament's on my birthday every year, mm-hmm. but it's pushed like one weekend back this year. So now it's like off of but it's on her anniversary, so we're happy about that. Right. Works for me. So. I highly recommend getting a room at the Hard Rock that night because you're not going to want to drive home. Yeah, it's kind of true. 
I can't drive. My truck's going to be on a tow truck here in about <laughs> an hour and a half. Yeah, driving is a little bit of a sore I subject right now I wasn't going to say anything Carly. about that. It was apparent you didn't want to talk about it earlier. So, <laughs> um, Let's go through here. Let's talk about some eligible species here. Right? Um, it's not just a sailfish tournament. All billfish. I'm going in order here. All right. There you go. You got to tell me when you change pages. All right. Sorry. Okay. I just changed pages. Rick. I'm trying to keep up. All right. So we're going to talk about the eligible species here. And okay. then we can kind of get into maybe the difference between the catch and release tournament and the, the meat tournament. Meat tournament. Yeah. So we got uh, sailfish, white marlin, blue marlin, spearfish. All count the same. All count the same. All count the same. Your dolphin, your yellowfin, your blackfin, your wahoo, and your kingfish. I don't think a spearfish has ever been caught in this tournament, has it? No. No. But if they do... They get one point they like get everybody one point. else. <laughs> <laughs> they get one point like any other fish. <laughs> God, that'd be something if a spearfish was caught in the tournament. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So, the sail, the billfish, they're all for the catch and release. You get the points for the catch and release. Yep. Um, take me through the difference. And this goes back to last year, too, because the meat division is the same as last year. Take me through the details of that and how that works. Well, it's really a, it, it's really two separate tournaments. We have a meat fish tournament, which the catch and release guys can enter. Okay. But they have a separate tournament, and however many boats are in that is what the, the prize money is based on. However many boats we get registered in the meat fish tournament is what it'll pay out in prize money. It does not take okay. away from the million dollar guaranteed. Right. Now in the million dollar guaranteed, we do have some fun fish categories that pay out money, which are the dolphin and tuna and that kind of thing. All right, we'll go through that then. That's in that's in the catch and release version? Yes. All right, let's go through that. You have the big fish entry. It's a $2500 entry fee and it pays out 50,000. 25 for first, 15 for second, and 10,000 for third. And that's, that's the fun fish category for the catch and release. Okay. And then, let's see if they gave me this information. You have the meat fish tournament, and we don't know how much that's going to pay out. It just depends on how many boats that it, you know, it attracts that want to do fish in it. All right. So since that is a separate tournament altogether, that's basically run just like your traditional meat fish tournament. No, it, they still have to follow the same rules as the catch and release as far as 20-pound test and... Okay. All that because that way the boats are in a catch and release. They can also fish hybrid over. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can, gotcha. Yes. All right. Sorry. Right. So that's that's an interesting thing. So if you're just going to enter, you the can just fish. enter the meat fish category. You, you don't have to enter. do the catch release. You can enter the meat. Um, you still have to adhere to the adhere tackle. to the tackle and and eligibility required to the catch and release. Okay. Yes. And here we do have it on here. First place in a meat fish pays out twelve five. Second place is 7,500. Third, third place is 5,000. And then for the largest of each each species, dolphin, wahoo, tuna, kingfish, cobia, is mm -hmm. five grand. And then second place is 2,500. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. So um, are you getting a lot of boats that are just entering that one, or pretty much everyone's going to be entering both in this? Term? I think everybody's going to enter both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I can take my, like, my kayak out there and enter just the meat fish tournament fish right out front yes yeah if i wanted to and 
there is a 10 pound minimum weight to weigh any fish. Right. They have to weigh 10 pounds. Okay. And that's very important for people to know because we had somebody saying that they didn't know that. Right. And so, but there is a 10 pound minimum. All right. 10 pound minimum. Um, maximum amount of anglers. There isn't a maximum amount of anglers. Fish hmm. is, there is no maximum amount of anglers. Just everybody has to be registered. Everyone just has to be registered. All right. Maximum lines. Seven, right? Seven. All right. And that's in the water at one time. Now, mm-hmm. you know, if you're fighting a fish, then you only can have six. Now, some people want to throw out those spinning rods and all that. You still seven lines in the water at all times. So if you have fish on, those count. So you can't put out a full spread back on the kite while you're fighting a sailfish up off the bow. Right. You have to limit yourself. Excellent. Excellent. All fish must be caught on rod and reel. Right. Maximum test line is 20 pounds. No electric reels except kite rods and downriggers. Yep. Right. Double and, line, uh, everybody knows, 15 feet. Yep, double line. All teams must use non-offset circle hooks, and the length of the leader may not exceed 15 feet. So it's pretty standard stuff. IGFA. Yep, IGFA rules. All we're, right. We're big on IGFA. All right, no live of. chumming. No. No dead baits. It's a live bait tournament. Well, yeah, there's no live chumming, no dead baits, hole or chunk may be used for chumming. So when, you know, guys are taking dead baits off the hook, they got to keep them in a the boat. You got to throw them in a bucket. If your bait dies, throw it in a boat because yep. you don't want anybody saying, oh, they're chumming and, and videotaping it. And they give me a video of a, of a bait going over the side. Well, then that's going to be a problem and yeah. we don't want problems. Yeah. And trust me, there are going to be guys videotaping other boats. Of course there are. And yeah. then, you know, the guys, a, a lot of times when they're backing down on a sailfish, they'll send a couple of guys up to the bows with spinners and, and throwing, you know, but it used to be guys would cast off a bait and then they'd put another bait on and they'd cast off another bait. They'd put another bait on and then they'd leave that one out there. Well, that's chumming. Right. So it says it explicitly in the rules. You can't do that. Did we, did we age ourselves by saying videotaping? Well, what are we supposed to say? Don't look at me, man. I'm don't, like pound sign all the way. Yeah. I don't know what a hashtag is. Don't like people pound say sign. pound sign? You still say you say pound? Oh. Video? Did you say? Don't you supposed to say video recording? No. Because you're the video guy. Because guys. you're young. <laughs> you, all right, listen, guys that are in their twenties. What's the proper like vernacular here? Videoing. So videotaping's no Video-ing. more. Videoing. The eight millimeter video. <laughs> VCR. Beta. I still have some VCRs. I've got a video good For the record, though, I'm the one who said videotaping. Good. See, I didn't even do it. You did. I did it. So. Videoing. Wow, I didn't know that. I just learned something today. That's the vernacular that all the young kids are saying. All right. Well, you're a young kid to me. Thanks, Brick. <laughs> All right, so well, we already talked about the boundaries. You already talked about hook and hand. We don't need to mention the tournament channel unless you don't want to have anything, your voice heard on the radio. You're going to be on a... 74. 74, right? Always. 68 the alternate. All right, the prize structure for the tournament will be as follows. $1 million guaranteed payout. $1 million guaranteed payout. And then... wing. The more boats that are in the more guarantee the payout is? It, the, it goes up after, so I don't say this wrong, I'm going to revert back to my paperwork. Sure, please do. 
because we are here on this podcast, the Connect by Water podcast today, for information purposes for the Jimmy Johnson. When we get to ninety boats, it goes up by another two hundred thousand. If we get to a hundred boats, it goes up another two hundred thousand, and so on and so forth. So for every ten boats after ninety, it goes up an additional two hundred thousand dollars in prize money. And <clears throat> excuse me, and that's all on the website. All on the website, okay. And it's all guaranteed money, so it does not change. All right. Um, lines in eight, lines out four. Both days. Both days. We don't, right. cu- we don't cut you short on the second day. All right. The check-ins will be release cards and video memory cards, and you turn those in. Now, there six. is a change on that. There is. Okay. There is a change on What's that. What's the change? It was four to seven. It is now four to six. For your turn-in time. For your turn-in times. We had it at three hours a while back during, I think, during COVID or whatever to mm-hmm. give people more time. I don't even remember why we did it. But it is four to six because we sit around on a dock for the last hour twiddling our thumbs because nobody right. comes in that late. So we just took off that last hour. It is now from four o'clock to six o'clock, and they can check in at Sailfish Marina in Palm Beach, Bahia Mar in Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach Marina in Miami, or Ocean Reef in Key Largo. Only members' boats are allowed to go into the dock and check in. If anybody else wants to check in at Ocean Reef, <clears throat> including weighing fish, we will have a boat stationed out in front of the Ocean Reef Channel that will accept memory cards, and they will take their fish and tag them, and then they will bring them into the marina and weigh them. And if they want to send somebody in with them somehow, they can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, they got to trust us on our weight. Right. Um, but Ocean Reef will not allow us to let non-members in there anymore. So we take them out front. Did they let that in the past? Yes. We used to do big parties and everything down there, so we, they liked us down there. Right. But now that we don't do all the parties there and everything, it's only members can come in and weigh their fish there, and the rest we'll take out front. Gotcha. And it is why, especially if they're going to do that with the boat out in front of Ocean Reef, they get given in their tournament bags envelopes, uh, I mean, not envelopes, Ziploc bags with the name of their boat on them for their SD cards to go in. And they need to put them in that those particular Ziplocs so they don't get misplaced. Mm-hmm. So that's why we give it yeah, to them. Yeah, it's very important. Yes. I mean. They have to make sure that they fill out their catch cards which is always laughable. They have to you know, fill out their catch cards, put that in the envelope along with their SD cards, and that way nothing gets misplaced or confused. Okay. What about the um, Dropbox check-in? They could do Dropbox check-in. And Dropbox is great, but it takes a lot of time. And if I'm in contention in this tournament, mm-hmm. I'm physically turning in my SD card. Right. I don't disagree with that one bit, but but there is Dropbox, and I there did are want rules. to at least bring it up. So. <clears throat> there are rules for doing Dropbox. Uh, one, you have to have started your videos before the cutoff time. So before six o'clock, you have to have started your upload of your videos. But it takes a while to upload all that video into Dropbox. Right. So especially long- if you're out on the water. Well, they're not, they can't be out on the water. They have to be at their dock. Have to be at the dock because they have to send me two pictures. They have to send me a picture of their boat tied up to the dock. Okay. And they have to send me a picture of their computer screen showing that they're bu- they're uploading videos before the cutoff time of six o'clock. Gotcha. And I have to receive those by text message 
Otherwise, their videos won't count if they don't send those to me. Okay. So word to the wise, use that as a backup plan only. I would turn in my SD cards by yeah. end. It makes it easier on everybody, especially makes it the easier committee. on us. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Because that sounds like a big hairy pain in the well, ass. Well, because their, their video, if they have a lot, they think about 10 fish, and they started right before 6 o'clock, that video, man, I get to us till 9 or 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then we still have to watch all of it. Right. And that takes forever. Yeah, so, it makes for a long night. Yes, very long. Well, it's always a long night for this. So. so let's just use the Dropbox as a backup, shall we? If we can. Okay. Um, I don't think we've ever had a situation to where the weather conditions were deemed unsafe for this tournament, um, especially with the uh, the salty veterans that are involved in this one, the big, the generally big size boats short, that are involved in it. Short of a hurricane, we're fishing. Yeah, pretty much. We don't I, get too many hurricanes yeah, in March. I think that rule is in there just for posterity, and I don't think it's necessarily going to be so such an issue. No. Um, we talked about um, all the different competition day hours of fishing and, and lines in and things like this. And my favorite category of all of them is flying devices. This is the Trey Claus rule. Do you know Trey Claus? I do. This is the Trey Claus rule. Okay. Well, because he worked for a guy one time that owned a helicopter. And they flew up and down the coast in a helicopter, seeing where boats were. And he had his mother in a helicopter, and she'd call him his on the phone and mother. say, oh, this boat's over there, and this boat's over here. Oh, the water looks beautiful down here. Come down here. Yank, that's over. <laughs> you can't do that. So no helicopters. <laughs> no helicopters, no drones, no planes, no flying devices whatsoever. Okay. You can't use drones to go spotting other boats, spotting water, or anything like that either. All right. We, we, that's the trade clause rule. And the sonar is really kind of a non-factor in a, we don't have in a to kite deal tournament. Sonar, no. Yeah, no. Um, so we, we deal with that with our Atlantic City tournament. Right, the Atlantic City. That's a different, different situation, yeah, different format, different, different tournament, um, for sure. So we talked about chumming. We don't really need to go through the whole chumming thing. Don't chum. No, they can't chum. But if they want to catch bait during the day, they have to and be able to use chum. They have to call us on a radio. Tell us they're bringing in all their sailfish gear, going into the reef, going to anchor up, catch bait, and then they have to call us back and tell us, okay, we're going back offshore now to continue with our sailfish. At any given time during the tournament? Any given time, they can go catch bait. Okay. Um, protest, polygraph, I mean, do we really need to go through all that? Protest, we've had a few. Yeah. Got, you know, it's a $500. Yeah, you got to pay. It's you know, got to pay. So I will say this. We had um, Bouncer was on the last podcast, and we did a Q&A, and George Poveromo submitted a question or a statement to Bouncer, which reminded him about a tournament and the, the old Miami tournament uh, when it went from you know a dead tournament to a catch-and-release tournament that the first year th that they governed it was all through polygraph. There was no video cameras back then. It was like, what, the 80s? Like, you know, there, yeah. They, like, people I, didn't bring video on boats. I believe the tournament started in 83, Miami Billfish. Right. Started in 83, I think. 82, 83. Yeah. And then um, Bouncer said that someone protested his marlin catch um, for the tournament because, and she's the lady paid her dues and everything like that to file the protest. And she said, the reason is, is because, oh, how can someone 
catch a marlin or release a marlin, but then still be fighting it after. And his reason was he wanted the marlin to the 50-pound leader to break off on its own so he wouldn't have to damage the fish and all that. So, And she, after she, he explained that to her, she lifted her protest, but still paid her money. Got to pay. You got to pay. Um, so protests are eligible here for this tournament, obviously, um, as there are for most tournaments. Yes. Um, we don't like them, but yeah. they happen. Yeah, you got to have people, people can voice their... And and they get a chance. I mean, if if I was to protest you, it wouldn't be fair if I didn't give you a chance to tell what happened. Right. So and people don't understand that. They think just because they give us video, okay, well we're going to rule in their favor. Well, no, we still have to hear what they say. And so it's a big process. And do you find that anyone has ever really like filed a protest just out of spite? Just let's just file a protest just to do it. No. No. Right. They usually have like cause. Right. They have cause. Yeah. Okay. And we get them, and it's, it, we deal with it. You know, yeah. it's it's just we get together as a committee, we go through everything, and we give it both sides a chance to talk to us and tell us, and we review the video or you know whatever they may have turned in for us, and yeah, you know, we deal with it. And I can I can speak to this too. Um, I've I've been a part of some of the situations, not directly, but I've been privy to knowing some of the situations in the past, and I know for a fact that you guys really handle it well and with class and properly we try at all to times. You, yes. you really do and i i don't think anybody intentionally goes out with the idea they're going to cheat i just i do not believe that yeah i don't think so either really people make mistakes yeah and you know it does happen you know it does happen in walleye tournaments i heard yeah i've heard but. something about a walleye tournament you know and that stupid walleye tournament now i'm gonna have to cut every fish in atlantic city open just yeah. to make sure so that didn't make my life any easier but that's okay. The um, did we change pages again? We did. We're okay. on, we're on the twenty three here. All right. We we only have five hundred and fifty rules placements to go here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, turn up discretion. Release. I mean, hold harmless. I mean, this is all just legality and legal, 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 right? Legal, legally, legal, legally, legally, legally. Nothing really have, having to do with anything specific to fishing for the purposes of this podcast. Um, agreement winnings um all that stuff that's all legalese and we're just kind of going through this again i just want to reiterate the reason that we're going through all the rules like this is for to we're providing a resource right now for the people that are fishing this tournament to come back to this podcast if they want to have any sort of reviews you know so you don't have to just sit there and read all the rules we're doing it for you we're going through and we're skipping all the parts you don't necessarily need to kind of go through but we want everyone to have a resource to be able to well, get prepared people, for this tournament and people need to understand that they can call me anytime for sure you know anytime anybody ever has a question my number is everywhere all over the websites and everything else and people are welcome to call me with any questions they have whether it be about registration or rules or wherever they might want to stay if they need accommodations you know i can help them with whatever they need okay let's talk about some of the categories all right if we can go to number 30 all right, we don't, I mean, billfish points, it's one point for billfish. We already yep, kind of yep, went yep. through all that. Um, let's talk about some of the challenges here. The marina challenge, optional category. Yep. Can you go through that one for us? It's basically whatever marina you're going to be staying at and you want to get into that category, you're fishing against whoever's at that marina. Or if you want to use your home base marina, you can use your home base marina just you know when you fill out your entry form you fill it out with a marina you can pick whatever marina you want whatever marina you're staying at 
Okay. Whether if you're an ocean reef boat and you're fishing out of ocean reef and you pick ocean reef, or you're an ocean reef boat, but you know that week you're going to be fishing out of Palm Beach and you pick Palm Beach. So if you're an ocean reef boat and you're fishing out of Palm Beach, you still can't pick ocean reef. You can still pick ocean reef because that's your home marina. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can put whatever you want to put down there. Big fish optional category. There it is. All fish must be 10 pounds to qualify for this category. Qualifying species, tuna, wahoo, dolphin, kingfish, cobia. And tuna is blackfin and yellowfin only. Mm-hmm. So don't no lay, bluefin. Don't lay a bluefin on the dock or a big eye. Right. Um, billfish release criteria. Uh, I think this one might be kind of self-explanatory, right? It, it's very self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, most of these boats have been doing it forever. Um, it would. It's a lot of reading if you wanted to go through it. But... Basically, what it says is we have to have positive ID on the fish. Then we have to see the uh, fish being released. Then we have to see the angler holding up his color card. That's it. And if it has to all be in a continuous sequence on the video, you can't stop the video. Right. Video taping. <laughs> Videoing. <laughs> so... If when that fish first bites and he starts jumping and you have your video on and it's clearly a sailfish, then you have to keep that going all the way till the end of when you released him, period. If you stop the video, now you have to reestablish verification of that fish right. again before you shut the video off. So the tip here would be that you don't necessarily have to get video of the fish upon hookup. But sometimes that's your best chance. Sometimes that's your best chance, but you don't necessarily have to. Um, you can get it right at the side of the boat get, being released. You can get it right at the side of the boat. But if that boat fishes 15 feet at the end of the leader straight down, we're not going to see it. Right. So, you know, some some people are going to be handing in like 40-minute cards. Well, we get 40-minute cards all the time. Yep. <laughs> I mean, a great thing that people have really started doing a lot is use it a GoPro. Mm-hmm. And they film the fishing, they film the fight, and then they stick the GoPro in the water. But it has to be continuous video. So that GoPro also has to show has me to the, get release. the release. Yep. Has to show the release. So video requirement, video, continuous video sequence, break image, catch and release verification. So break image. A- the break image is if you have a double or a triple mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. you need to show us the video card, your confirmation card in between, so we can break, distinguish between each fish. Okay. And when they're. The angler is holding up his video, his release card, his color card. He needs to pull his buff down so we can see who it is. Right. Because if you get a team of six guys and they're all wearing buffs, well, how am I supposed to know who they are? Right. So yeah, you don't ever want to assume either no, that you know anyone's going to know anybody. We don't assume anything. Yeah, and listen, there's a lot of money on the line here, so don't play it stupid. Well, and the, the, the smartest thing these teams can do, and I, I try to go over this at our captains' meetings. I try to go over with, with everybody. Narrate. Mm-hmm. Narration is the most great, greatest thing they can possibly do. Here's Bill over here. He's fighting fish one. Here's Sue over here. She's on fish two. And here's Larry over here on fish three. Okay, Larry just went over the top of Sue, but you can still see Larry's fish. Just talk us through it. Pretend like you're on radio and you're trying to explain the picture. You know, just tell us what's going on. Keep informing us of when people are moving and whose fish you're releasing. And and it makes it so much better and so many less headaches. Right. Because if there's a if there's a question, now all captains have to be available all night long if we have a question. 
because it takes sometimes all night long to go through all this video. And that captain needs to be available for me to call him at 11 o'clock at night and say, look, I don't have this one fish. And he's got to either come down and go over it with us, send me more video, whatever. I mean, we jumped through hoops to count fish. Yeah. As long as they were in on time and they turned in their, their stuff on time, we give them a chance. If you got it on a phone that somebody, you know, we give you a chance. And that's to happened prove it. plenty and that's of times. Plenty of times. Yeah. So would they go to verify their their cameras in the morning? Because each morning you have to take a picture of your GPS and the time and date stamp um, on all your cameras. They got to do your phones too, mm-hmm. so that we know that they're synchronized to everything. Because whatever we have to look at to prove that you caught that fish that day, we'll do it but you have to be available at all hours for us to do it. I mean, we've had guys come down 11 or 12 o'clock at night and go through video and, and make sure that we get every fish. And sometimes they come down and they go, you're right. I don't see it either. Yeah. I said, well, you know, sorry. And that sucks. It does. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't, I hate not counting somebody's fish. I don't like saying disqualified because we're not really, we just can't count that one. Right. You know, you got the end, you know, to those guys that where they can't get that count, you got to think about the rest of the field. Yeah. You know, what's fair is fair. And I live by being fair to everybody. Right. So, and I would do the same for any team that fishes with us. Yep. And if you have hooked into a fish in the last 15 minutes of the tournament, please make a phone call. Yes. They have to call their fish in in. so that we know that they're hooked up. And the one thing that they have to really remember to do, let us know what happened. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times these guys will break the fish off or they lose it or it's a, a... Bonita or whatever, and they don't call you, us back. You still think they're fighting the fish. And, so yeah. I'm still sitting in a radio room instead of going down to the dock where I'm needed to, to help with bringing in the SD cards and weighing fish and all that, but I have to stay in a radio yeah, room. That's a really good point. Until I have confirmation what happened with that fish. Mm-hmm. And some of these guys just forget, oh, it was just a Bonita. They cut it off, and, they, you know, and then they bring everything in, and they start running in, and they forget to call me. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, so, call Brick. Yes, please. All right. Um, prize winnings, I think that's more just technical yes. um, stuff on there. And uh, that is it, my friend. Um, call Brick if you have any other questions. Call me. Right. And um, and sign up. Come get your chance at a million bucks. The um, Yeah, a million dollars. How about that? Well, it's actually a little bit more than a million because if you were an early entry – I think it's the first 20 boats that enter early. They get to fish for an additional 100,000, and then the next 20 boats fish for an additional 50,000. Wow. That that the people who d- didn't get in on that don't get to fish for. So we really give out 1.15 million. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Look at a that. Lot of, a lot of money. All right. So we have talked about the rules and the technical aspect of it, of the tournament. We have talked about... Um, Past winners. The past winners. We talked about prize structures and, and different things like that. We talked about fish species and all the fun stuff. Um, so if you have listened to this podcast and you're fishing the Jimmy Johnson tournament, you should not have any questions. You shouldn't. Right? But, but there's always do, questions. There's always questions. If you do, call Brick. Call right? me. So now let's get on to some of the fun things about the tournament. Um, we got the party the captain's party well, on the Tuesday. The most fun thing is the fishing. Well, no, some of the fun. I said some of the fun things, okay. not the most fun things. Some of the fun things. Right, we got the captain's party on Tuesday, which is and at, her anniversary. And her anniversary. We haven't forgot you. Care to elaborate on that, Carly? 
How, 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 how many, many years? years? Six. <clears throat> Together, ten, married six. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. I'll buy you a drink at uh, awards dinner. Appreciate it. But then again, we buy drinks for 1,500 people, so. Sorry. Of my closest friends. Exactly. Your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tuesday, and then what happens on Wednesday? Tuesday's the captains, right? And that's Tuesday's at the, the it's, captains. Is that the Dare nightclub again? Uh, Tuesday is the, the upstairs it's bar. It's hosted by Jed in the, Lawyers, in case you want to know that. It is. That's up at the patio bar yeah, up there up in, the, the, in the guitar she hotel. Have, she doesn't have that written on here. But right, yes. Well, that is that is a pretty, pretty yes, cool inside scene. inside Dare. Okay. That's fun up there. Yeah, that is. I like that. It's all outdoors, and it's just the whole bar area, and, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a right, right kind of attached right on the side of that guitar hotel. It's yep. like the seventh floor or something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. That's fun. Pretty, that's pretty a great cool place. That's a great night. A lot of you know, good food. You know, Papa's Raw Bar is there with, with, of, with a whole big spread. Papa's Pilar Rum will be there um, handing out samples, and it's an open bar. Open bar for everyone. Right. And uh, when they say open bar, they mean open bar. Oh, we it don't fool absolutely around. Absolutely open not, bar. We do not fool around. That with is the bars. one thing, not, not the one thing, but that is one of my favorite things about um, this tournament, any tournament that Jimmy Johnson puts his name on. They take care of you, boy. We we try our yeah, best. Definitely with the food, the drinks, everything. They don't skimp. Yes. You just please don't drink and drive. Please we, don't drink and drive. We highly recommend that everybody gets, you know, rooms at the hard rock for after Saturday night. Yep. Um and then what happens when, here? Wednesday is the we have parties at each marina. At each marina. Oh, Michelob Ultra, we're giving out to everybody at each marina after you guys go out and pre-fish. And, you know, they do whatever on their fishing and scouting, whatever you want to call it. And then we have, um, you know, small parties. They're not big, elaborate parties, but Michelob Ultra is there and giving out beer and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, that sounds good. And then um, Thursday, we fish. Thursday, we fish. Right. And, uh, and Friday, we fish. Friday, we fish. And they could, people could check it online. At jjfishweek slash ketstat.com, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And then there is, uh, there's also some special different things that go on. Uh, there is the uh, Friday night, there's the VIP Tournament Awards Center. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's for basically past winners. Yes. Right? It's kind of an exclusive we thing. Didn't like do you, it what's last your, year. What's your uh, in that uh, ring yeah, of honor kind mm -hmm. of thing, right? Yes. Um, and then. Uh, then there's the sponsors and, and all that. Gets they have a, they have a, we yeah. have another big dinner at the Hard Rock on Friday night for the sponsors and that kind of thing. It's a welcome right. reception to come and stay at the Hard Rock for, for the weekend. Right. And then Saturday, of course, once the tournament is over, that is that world-famous gifting, gifting experience. suite experience, gifting experience, right? And, um, and right after that um, is the big party outside, which is epic. Epic for sure, uh, and that's all happens at the Hard Rock in the pool area um, back there. And it is, you know, I tell you the one year, um, the COVID year, we'll call it. We did it in that ballroom, and uh, that was nice too. It was very nice, but nothing beats that pool party. The pool party is amazing. We give out all the awards and everything right out there on the pool deck, and there's painted ladies getting painted and acrobats and the big giant robots and and hand painted guitars being auctioned off hand painted guitars being auctioned off right and um it, it's cool we, we're going to have uh another one this year we hope that um we kind of repeat what happened last year which was didn't we raise a whole bunch of money and ended up selling two of them we so we ended up 
selling one. We broke her another record last year. We sold it for $30,000. And the Hard Rock picked up a second one. So we ended up doing two of them. Did you have to paint yeah. another one? Yeah, painted another one, yeah. So actually, we're, we're going to be presenting that to them as well. Um, nice. Yeah, before that. So, um, And the nice thing about doing it out there on a pool deck is all those cabanas that lie around the pool deck, mm-hmm. well, those are reserved for the past winners. Right. So each winning team usually has their own or they may share it with another boat because there's only so many of them. And now we're getting up here, but they may share it with another boat. But they have their own private area to go and sit and, you know, while they're eating and and, you know, be out of the way and have the kids. And I know my son brings his kids and it's really just a great, great evening. Yeah, it's a lot a, of fun. It, it is a lot of fun, you know, and it's just one more thing I want to add about um, the hand-painted guitar, because I don't want to put our nose up at that. That does raise a lot of, lot of good money there. Yes, it does. Um, and I do work hard at creating it. I try to put my best work on that thing. Um, I will be sharing the progress on that on social media. So for those of you that don't already follow me on Instagram, it's at Dennis Friel Art, D-E-N-N-I-S-F-R-I-E-L-A-R-T, or at Connected by Water. We will be sharing a lot of progress on that, and you can start teasing up bid numbers. Do, like I, the do second I have you to start come in and help you paint again this year? Yeah, I okay. think you might. All I right. think you might. I know I had to help you out. But I need a little, little touch up on the gold leaf portion. <laughs> The um, But we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves talking about that party because if you go back to the gifting suite, just to kind of reiterate, for people who have not fished this tournament yet, or this is your first time fishing this. You don't get a is, bucket with a bunch of cleaning stuff in it. Yeah, that is, this is a really, really special um, special event. You know, and, and there's a lot of really great things. All of our sponsors, including Connected by Our Water, uh, will be there and giving out, you know, just gifts gifts and i think there's i don't even want to put a number on it I don't. it's 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 thousands of dollars worth of worth of goods it's um, about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars per boat per person yeah per person right per person and they get six uh gifting suite uh invitations mm-hmm. so they can use them however they want and then they get one boat invitation which usually the owner goes and does that but that's different stuff that's just for the boat uh, and that's separate from the six. Yeah. So they have to make sure that they get that. And, you know, Patty will be there to keep them all straight and make sure they have what they are supposed to at registration when they come in for that. Yep. Awesome. 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 And Carlene will be there with me. It's it's her anniversary. For God's sake, she better be there. Well, she's going to be there. She's going to be, you know. Are you bringing your husband? Yeah. I mean, that's a fair I question. I thought about it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Once or twice. Well, I mean, he's welcome to come. Appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, we, you know people now, so we could get him in too. Perfect. Much um, appreciated. The, um, it's a great tournament. It's so much fun. It really is a great tournament. It's, it's so well put together. Um, the money's there. Um, I don't, the festivities are there. The people are there. The boats are there. I mean, what more could you want? Nothing. The hard rock. Great weather. Great food. Great parties. Yeah. Great gifting. Great camaraderie. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it is just a fantastic time. A lot of work for us, but it's a fantastic time. All right. So what I'm going to do right now oh, Jesus. is, well, I mean, it's, it's not going to be that bad. We got a couple of questions here for you on Facebook um, that we're going to ask here real quick before we let you go. Okay. All right. Eric Leach asks, 
Are there any tricks on hooking big yellow fins on a kite with sailfish gear? Okay, can I answer Eric Leash honestly? Yes. Eric, you might want to see that you are texting Richard H. Peoples the third and not Richard H. Peoples the fourth. I believe that son is directed to my son on a seraphim who hooked and caught two gigantic uh, yellow fins last year sail fishing. I think one was like 160 and 145 or something like that. So I believe that question is meant to be directed to him. Okay. So there you go, Eric. Inquire within. Call Richard. With with the fourth here. <laughs> hmm. Mr. Myatt. Oh, is Mike calling in? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I do have a missed call from Mike. No. We got to talk to Mike? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hello, you've reached the voicemail box of Mike. Look at that, voicemail. <laughs> I guess we don't get to talk to Mike. Hold on. Hey, here we go. Hello, you reached the voicemail of Dennis Friel. I am previously engaged with Brick right now. <laughs> previously engaged? Wait, we're what are engaged? you guys doing over there? <laughs> Sorry, I missed your call there. No, that's okay. I figured that, you know, the uh, you've got to sign that check. I like, didn't put your name on it like I used to when I was a kid with the heating oil company in Maine. So, you know, so what's going on down there? Hey, Brick, what's going on, brother? How are you, Mike? Good to hear from you. Well, you know, good to hear your voice, man. Uh, looking forward to hanging out with you a couple times this year. Uh, yeah, we get to see each other at three different events, which is always special. It, you know what, dude? Uh, you do such a great job. Well, I remember, uh, I remember. well, it was a few mango seasons ago when uh, I had the great pleasure of working with uh, Davey Garcia. That's and, my cousin. Uh, he he used to talk about you, and he goes, "You you know Brick, you know Brick." I said, "I don't know Brick, but you know, I know of Brick." And he said, "You know, he's my cousin." And uh, I don't know where the gene pool got chlorinated, but my God, I'm so attracted to your cousin. <laughs> you know, he is, my gate doesn't even swing that way, and I'm attracted to Davey. <laughs> you know, and you know, through through all his lives. Um, you know, ups and downs, um, you know, Lynette, uh, he's such a great father and such a good friend of mine. And now I know where he gets it from. I know where he gets his character from. He's so. a, he's a, a great person. And, you know, he started catch that back when I used to do my swordfish tournaments, you know, back in the early two thousands. And I yep. was kind of his yep. guinea pig back then with the swordfish tournaments to while he was developing everything. And he's just well, a great individual. When he was developing catch that him and, uh, Mike, um, Bowtie Mike, um, last name's escaping me. Oh, Mike Bondurant. Yes. Yeah. They came in and and gave a presentation at IGFA Mm -hmm. and they said, well, really all we want to do is use your species ID and this and that. And Mike left and Davey and I went next door to, um, uh, to the Marlin bar and we sat there and we talked for like three hours. And you know what? He is, um, he is a man of great character and extremely bright. He's a pretty pretty smart fellow. Yeah, he's a fat smeller. He is. (laughs) He is. He is for sure. But anyway, I've got a couple of 
questions I need to ask you. Oh boy. So so Brick <laughs> Yes with no K on the end. No K. Okay. Okay. How, how's that work? How's what work? Yeah, no, I've always been kind of curious about this too, Brick. Like, how'd you come up with that spelling? Okay, first of all, right. I didn't. Uh, so I take it you would like to know the history of how I became Brick and not Richard. Yeah, you know what? It's yes, Mike, I'm glad you're bringing this up, Mike. I've, I've, I've always been curious about this, and I've never asked <laughs> right. the question. Um, you know, don't worry about the fact that it's an extremely personal question, but I'll answer it for you guys. <laughs> I know nobody else is listening. It's shaped like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> that's even more personal um, when i was a wee little tyke my yeah. sister who was a year older she couldn't say rick she said brick and my parents went oh how adorable and it was originally spelled b-r-i-k and then they changed it to b-r-i-c i do not know why um, you know people who really is... know me know me as brick people if you hear somebody call me as richard you know that i don't know them all that well Right, right. That's that is that's you it. know it, extremely personal, but extremely valuable. <laughs> okay, and well, I was going to go in the vault. I got to tell you, so, Mike, Mike. That that explanation yeah. that he gave is just way off from what I was thinking. <laughs> How about you? I was keep what you were thinking really, to yourself. <laughs> you know, crazy when I was in juvenile detention at the <laughs> you know at the boys' farm. Hey, out I'm not, there in I'm not afraid to go back to prison. I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I made a shiv one time yeah. out of someone else's toothbrush. Hey, 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 uh, hey, we're on the TV. I don't know. I was going with, I shit my pants in high school once and they just called me Brick. <laughs> can we even say that here? Sure we can. I, I, no- I got my main sponsor on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this that's is, a good this point. This is what I love about this. There's, there's like no censorship. Okay, so I have another question. Oh, Jesus. Is it going to be any easier than that one? I see you mouth kissing. Three. Did you say mouth kissing? He did say it. I think he's referring to the video I posted of me and my dog. Okay, it doesn't have my husband involved this time, does it? You answered your phone. No. Okay, I would have preempted some of these questions with you, but you didn't answer your phone. Well, Damn it! <laughs> well, in her defense, in her defense, I was missing the calls, and she waved and said, "Hey, Mike's trying to call you," and I didn't realize it. Okay, okay, Carlene, I love you again. Okay, so <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. So it's because so, of her. So it's because of her. I knew your calls were coming in. So, Brick, I see you kissing these these three Britneys, and I know no, you're, you only you, see me kissing two. I you, my third one died. Oh man. Yeah, so say you're sorry. You're going to take shots. Don't mention, me. don't mention a dead dog to Mike. The, the whole podcast has just changed now. Good. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, it was a year you know, my ago. I'm okay. doing ballet lessons. Oh, God, you know, <laughs> don't have a sister. Right. So, hold on. You know that. Hold old, on. You know he's that he's show, watching right? the video that I posted earlier. Oh, you're putting uh, it on. <laughs> can we see that? Nick, is that coming through right? Does it come through good? Yeah. Okay. My dog you likes know. to ram with his nose, and that's he's what he's doing. He's right. ramming me. He's your dog. Is he kiss he's mouth kissing you. a dog on that video? I'm not yeah. mouth kissing him. Yeah, Are you going to tell me you don't kiss your dog? You got a pretty mouth. Not, I know where his mouth goes. No. Oh, well. All right, so- my, dog's, my dog sleeps in the bed under the covers, and every time I move, 
there's another little nuzzle butt against my. So, um, <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. No, but you know what? I read an article lately in Men's Journal. The average male gets like eight erections when he's sleeping, and I'm really was- scared for my dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey Mike, I, we 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 need to rename our podcast from Connected by Water to Gone South. <laughs> I was going to say here we go, generating again. <laughs> gone South. But anyway, listen, guys. The you know. Um, well, can we talk love- a little bit about Papa's Pilar Rum being the spirit sponsor of the of the Jimmy Johnson tournament? We just ran. We, we- just ran through all the rules and right. very exciting rules podcast for sure um and uh we talked about all the festivities and you know we kind of you know there's a lot of new boats in the tournament this year so we wanted to kind of make sure everyone could know what they were going to expect this year that's that's you know a really cool thing because we've been um even before i started with um with the jimmy johnson tournament um puppets pilar when it was launched we at i was the coo at igfa and we gave them huge assistance because um, when they came in and said, hey, my 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 dear friend, Denise Hartman, said, hey, there's a guy that called up, wants to come in and wants to talk about, you know, someone at IGF and about some rum, like coming in as a sponsor. And my, my first thought, and you guys will love this, Rick and Dennis, you'll love this. My first thought was a guy in a plaid coat coming in with a bottle of spiced rum, giving me two tickets to a Marlins game and say, I'm going to change your life. These guys came in with a full deck on the whole Hemingway heritage. And we're three quarters of the way through this deck. And I said, okay, I'm good. Um, an envelope was slid across the table. I didn't even look at it, threw it in a, threw it in my folder. And I said, okay, let's taste the juice. Here's the rub. Well, it's not ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) So about two months later, I sampled the Puppets Pilar dark in a styrofoam cup in the confines of my office with one Lindsay Copps, who's our, uh, She's a VP of everything cool we do, and it was outstanding. So they were with JJ back, you know, when it was down at the Big Chill, and Brick, you were there. I was. And I was there, and it was hotter than the hinges of hell. And they decided, let's blow this up. Let's let's bring it up a little bit. And we had played at a very nice... I'm just going to say number, um, but it's a partnership, but a very nice number with those guys. And I'm really proud to say that after I think it's 10 years, um, we are now the official spirit sponsor of JJ fish week, um, in South Florida, Atlantic city. And the, uh, the Legends Championship down in Miami Beach, yep. and you know it's um, it couldn't be without their greats, my great staff, who like you guys know how much I admire them. But without you know, I wouldn't have had access to you, Dennis, as freely as I did. I, I may have through the A Train and other people, but certainly the lovely Patty Hitchcock Tate and brick and you know todd and val 
it really is a special group. Um, you know, I just want to add to that, know, Mike. You know, like it really does kind of speak. If I could just even just toss like connected by water in the ring as a thought and theory through all this, because you know I've been associated with this tournament since the beginning as well, and I kind of was raised um, as a marine art professional, you know, in this tournament. And you know, here we are. I was just you know defast Dennis for Art Studios then, and we became connected by water um, through that whole process. And, you know, just now we're, you know, the podcast for Papa's Pilar Roman. And, and, and then we're just, you know, we're still the featured artists and now the apparel provider for the Jimmy Johnson tournament. And, and we've all just grown together. And to me, that is just what, just a beautiful Connected by Water moment. Well, I want to say this as far as Connected by Water. And I think Brick and Carlene and everyone there in the studio tonight. Dennis, everything that you've gotten, you've earned. Not given, you've earned. And I couldn't be prouder of you for everything that you've been able to do for your family and the community. And certainly our affiliation with Papa Spilar, we couldn't be happier. Yeah. I mean, dude, you are uh, you are so talented. And you're also not a dick. Here's <laughs> that well, word again. Wait a minute. There's somebody here that might disagree with that. <laughs> you know, there may be a person or two that disagrees with that, but I'll take exception to that and I'll take a lash or two. Uh, but, you God know, Jenny, you, every, I appreciate you saying everything that. that everything that you've done, um, you know, has been through hard work, dedication and quite frankly, talent. I mean, you know, I used to think I could draw and then, uh, you know, I, I discovered I couldn't, but what you can do out of memory. And right now I am so pleased to tell you, I am having matted and framed the, uh, pencil drawing you did of me of Ernest Hemingway. Oh, that nice. Yeah. Dude, Mike Owens and I, uh, Hemingway originally did for him. Oh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And it's going to get a place in honor, uh, not back in my office where it seems to be Pat Ford's photos are everywhere because he's got a photo of me with a sheep. So I have to have those <laughs> in my office. You know what? I'm going to pass on that story if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the only bad part about sleeping with a sheep brick, there we go. you have to walk all the way around to the front just to kiss it. Yeah, that's more information than I needed. <laughs> that's going to be a hard no for me. Okay. The shame, all that, I can I can deal with that. But uh, anyway, just want to tell you guys uh, much love. And uh, please, Rick, when you go home, tell Patty I said yo. You'll, you know I will. Right. I know you will. And Dennis, I'll see you early next week. I'll see. be down uh, Monday, Tuesday-ish. Beautiful. Beautiful. You're late, you're late Tuesday-ish so we can hang out for a bit. Sounds good. And go up the street and get one of those delicious tuna tostada pizza impersonations. Ooh, I'm oh, in. nice. Oh, you lunch. just got Carlene's ears just perked see up. That's you there, funny. baby. Carlene, you're invited too. Perfect. I mean, those things really are like sinful, yet delicious, yet bring two more. <laughs> I was yeah. pregnant. So, last Car time. We Carlene, Carlene, how's the baby? 
He's walking, driving my truck. The babe, the babe. So just to let you know, Mike, Car- Carlene's truck kind of, well, let's just say broke down on the way here. Yanni went to go pick her up about a mile down the road uh, because Uber wouldn't pick her up because she brought Max the dog with her today. Um, so she's a little bit, she's here. She's drinking papas. Hey, and man, I'm out. taking it like a champ. I'm not crying over it. You are taking it like a champ. You always, I, yeah, you know, I'm that's not why complaining. My husband married me. I take it like a champ. Carlene. I'm not complaining. I'm just feel, giving him the story. I feel your pain, Carlene. I, um, I have a mid-sized truck, a Canyon Denali, and I parked it next to Brick's truck. I don't even dare park it next to Dennis's truck because his Trump humps my truck. But um, Davey and I went back last year from uh, Miami Beach, and I was parked next to it, and I'm looking at it saying, I'm going to have to stand on the back of my truck to get into Brick's truck. <laughs> and we went back to the place, and I had a diesel. Brick, is yours a diesel? It is. It's the Duramax. Okay. I had, a, I had the Duramax uh, 2.8 turbo, and I've had a sensor problem in my truck for two years. And the light went off yesterday again. Which man, I'm driving to South Florida. I'm going to be going 15 miles an hour through West Palm Beach with my arm out the window, flipping everybody in the bird, saying this is not my choice. <laughs> and I drove it to a dealership today and went in and bought an, uh, another Canyon Denali, uh, gasoline only. And the light went on when I pulled into the parking lot. And uh-huh. I'm like, fuck. You know, oh, Mike, me. I got a solution Fudge. for you. Yeah. You can, I know you can, head, you can head on over to Joey Cardi Christ to not see friend. You know what? Those guys are on my list because I don't think this is going to be, you know, the truck for me. But you know what, Dennis? I can put gasoline in it. I don't have to worry about DEF. Yep. And I can just come down. But uh, Joey Cardi, those guys run a class outfit. Yep. And all of my friends that I talk to, I send them out there. They're always greeted like um, like they want them back, which is something you don't always get. You know, and and, and, and you know what, Joey's just really just a, a fabric of the community, and um, you know, and and our fishing industry, and you know, they own the surreal boat and the '92 Viking, and and they just really just they keep it all together and get involved with what we do here. They they live a life and. Yeah, and that's what we're all about, too. I'd like to put my 16-foot Biscayne on the front of their 92-foot Viking and yeah. have them bring me places, and uh, I'll take them bone fishing. They have a Hell's Bay uh, on there now. Do they? Yep. Oh, you just crushed me. Sorry. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to cross in the summer on a full moon. Brick, have you done that? Have you left Miami and gone over on a Platcom C in a 16-foot boat? To, you know, to the Bahamas. I'm a licensed captain, and I'm smarter than that. <laughs> you, you are as dry as no, I'm not gonna. I can't use that euphemism on here because it could be children listening. Yeah. No, I it have not be. done that, nor would I do that. Um, I want to do that. Um, just I mean, remember, I just can't you have do to get home myself. too. And I, I can't take Dennis because he's got two young kids. So, you know what? Maybe I'll just take Adrian. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Nick's Nick's over here already volunteering. <laughs> you realize yeah, you you're, you're handpicking who you can take by you know their family members and what responsibilities <laughs> they have. That in and of itself, so, I want to tell you, it's so a let me bad guess. idea. Nick is over there with his perfectly trimmed beard, and that, that is true. Little little ponytail, and he's laughing. And no, he's that's nodding. Yanni. Johnny's that's got Yanni. the ponytail. What? Yanni's got the ponytail. Yeah, but. But Johnny, oh, I'm with you. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. I'm I'm such a dick. <laughs> There's that word. Seems again. to be going around here tonight. <laughs> no, you can say dick. You can say brick. You can say dick. Right. Okay. You know, you can't say the other word. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay. We're gonna jump out, Mike. Get back at it. I'm gonna go uh, cook my wife dinner. I'm going right. to go mouth kiss his dog. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> love, love you too. Sad him up. What Char- what I thought Charlie we were say? on better terms already. No, I'm talking about him. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to when I get home. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about wow. Brick mouth, mouth kissing his dog. So, uh, All right. Uh, well, you know what? That's okay, Brick. I've, you know, I got no problem with the dog. Any riddles for today, okay. Mike? <clears throat> Ask him um, if he's got any riddles. No, it's, it's really not. It's like, you know. Well, actually, you can lick your own behind. So, yeah, it's okay. Carly wants to know if you have any riddles today. Um, a riddle today. Let's see. Actually, I'm out. You're out. I mean, I've been. Yeah, I've had like four puppets. Um. (laughs) All right. right. On that that note, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna close out the podcast. (laughs) All right, listen, guys. Love you. Connected by water. Rock on. JJ Fish Week. Brick, you're the freaking man. Denny, I love you. Carlene, you're the best. Love um, you too, brother. You guys have a great night. All hey, right, you we'll too, talk, Mike. Mike. Bye. Right, Mike. Mike's always good for a hoot. Man, we have a special word. We might have to. <laughs> listen. Went way We're that all way. connected yeah. by Dick. Way south. <laughs> I hope. hope uh, Todd and Valor are like they're fine. They're happy with this episode. They're it, fine. Yeah, if it, if for any other episode, then um, <laughs> <laughs> why do you keep looking at me and laughing? It wasn't. Me. Well, I was gonna say if there's for <laughs> any other episode than like us doing the whole Jimmy Johnson preview, we we can name the Dick Peoples. No, that was Maybe, my dad. That'll be the name of the whole episode. That was my dad. Was Dick Peoples? So listen, if you listen to this entire podcast. God bless you. I, I commend you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, but seriously, um, JJ Fishweek, jjfishweek.com, yep. at JJ Fishweek. If you haven't already signed up for the tournament and you're thinking about it, please do so sooner than later. Please. Um, Any questions, yep. feel free to call me. Yep. In the uh, BRICS numbers back there in, in the rules um, and regulations booklet. Um, his, you can find his number. Um, but listen, go to the website or you go to social. If you ask questions, they're going to find you. And it's a very, very helpful group. Um, Jimmy Johnson's Quest for the Ring, powered by Yamaha, hosted by Contender, fueled by Papa's Pilar Rum. Um, and really, it's the Hard Rock Seminole, uh, Seminole Hard Rock Tournament, um, connected by water, your apparel sponsor. Dennis Freel, your featured artist. Do we get new shirts this year? Yes. Good, because you know I'd like a new shirt this year. Would you? Get new shirts every year. No, but I mean long sleeve collared buttons. You know, not a t-shirt. Okay, gotcha. Uh, we'll work on that. Okay, please. So, um, anything else you need to bring up? Want to bring up? Nope. I'm no. good. 
Okay. Carlene, anything you want to bring up? Done. Yeah. All right. I can respect that. That's cool. If you're in the market, or if Mike Myatt is in the market for a new truck or vehicle, call our buddies over there at joeycardychrysler.jeepram, and they will hook you up. You can talk to Dean and tell him I sent you. Tell him the Connected by Water podcast. You heard about it from the Connected by Water podcast. They're going to give you a better deal than anyone else will get. That's for sure. All right? If you're thirsty, and I know you are. We got our Papa's Pilar rum um, tonight that we've been drinking, and as we always do. We heard from our good buddy, Mike Myatt, and we know that Papa's Pilar is just more than a rum company. It's a family of friends, and they are truly connected by water. We love them to pieces. Um, w Sauce, right? You were going to tell me about it. Did you do the do-gooder? No, we didn't do a do-gooder this week. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't get one from, from Corey, so um, I apologize for the Starbright too. We will mention it, though. Um, if you know of a do-gooder um, in your area... In, within the state of Florida or beyond that you would consider an ambassador of um, coastal conservation. Someone that does good for coastal conservation is always on the forefront of picking up trash or putting together cleanups or just being a good steward of the environment um, that goes above and beyond. It does anything that's above and beyond that's undefinable. I don't have to tell you what that is. Um, let us know. Um, at C Redwine, at SEA Redwine. Um, that is Corey Redwine's Instagram at connected by water at Dennis real art at star bright underscore com. Um, those are, you don't have to message them all. You just message one and just make a suggestion about who you want that do gooder to be. And, um, they will pass it along to us. And if we vote and say, yes, that is, they will win this whole big bucket full of fun things, right? The salt off and the, Citrus degreaser, the reggae sponge, and it's about two hundred dollars worth of stuff in this nice. bucket. So, and then they will win it. So, we do give that out to our do gooder. Um, listen, we had the football playoffs this weekend. Dub Bills. Dub Bills lost. Thank you very much to Dub Bengals. Right, I was very happy to see <coughs> that. Cowboys lost. The Cowboys <coughs> lost. Cowboys lost. Uh, 49ers. Was it the 49ers and the Eagles? And it is the Bengals and Chiefs. Chiefs. Right. With uh, Mahomes with, with Mahomes with Mahomes with the with the uh, high ankle sprain, He's and still um, better than everybody else on one leg. My point in bringing this up: if you're going to be grilling, if you're going to be cooking good food, use a W sauce. Right, you will not regret it. I still go back to when we had that Dolphins podcast, and they and um, they Jim brought in that smoked blackfin, and we were dipping in that W sauce. That was special, man. That was really really special. Good stuff. Um, and also. If your eyes are squinting in the sun for no reason, you want to see more fish, you want to really be protected oh, out there in the water. there's a reason they're squinting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fenor sunglasses, my friend. Dave Boltice and the Pure Fishing crew are all about the Fenor sunglasses, right? And I love them. I mean, it's super hard quality, and uh, you definitely see fish with these glasses, and I, I really love them. They're super comfortable, and um, the polarization and quality is second to none, so... You know, check them out. All right. I've said my piece. Okay. The Jimmy Johnson tournament, jjfishweek.com, at jjfishweek. Hook it up. Come on. Get You're, signed up. Brick Peoples, thank you very much for coming on and visiting us today. It's been a little slice of heaven. It has been. Yeah. You got called dick like 27 <laughs> times. I don't know how many times <laughs> I got called bad names and 
uh, yelled at, and I'm used to it, though. All right. Your ego is not your amigo. I, no, I don't have one. <laughs> Always do your best, and at the end of the day, just let God do the rest, and do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we are all connected by water. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah.